Well, transitioning back to the NBA, the Nuggets, they brought out the brooms for the Lakers last night, sweeping them and headed to their first NBA Finals in franchise history. LeBron James had a game to remember, one of his most impressive playoff games ever. But it wasn't enough. He was swept for the third time in his career. Again, this is probably the most important sports show y'all will watch all year, LeBron James, after being swept contemplating retirement. But here is really the more important discussion. LeBron was swept in 07 by the Spurs, but that was the finals. He was swept in 2018 by the Warriors, but that was the finals. He was swept 2023 by the Nuggets, and this is a Western Conference Finals. Slick, LeBron has one of the most immaculate legacies in all of sports, but a sweep is bad. Yeah. How bad is it for his legacy, and what does it mean? To me, it means that his days as a dominant player, a game-changing player, are over, and he recognizes that. Why does a sweep mean that to you? Because much like we saw with Steph in the previous series, like, I just need to get one. I need to get one for, for me. Mm-hmm. I need to get one just to show that you can't completely dominate me, that I may not be able to win a series. I may not have what it takes to, to move on or whatever, but I can get one. On, on a given night, I'm still good enough to get one. And I've seen it Time and time again, you mentioned Phil Jackson retiring. That was also, that was the year after they won a championship, got swept by Dallas. It was also the last time that Kobe Bryant was in any meaningful, made any sort of meaningful run. Um, Jason Kidd, with with the Dallas Mavericks, Mm -hmm. got swept. He went and had a cup of coffee with the New York Knicks the next year, but it was, that was a year after they won a championship at the age of 38. It just there's a point at which the great players who what do we often say with LeBron for years in Cleveland, give him just about anything. He did it in 2020 in the bubble. Mm -hmm. Like just give him a little bit of talent around him and he'll figure out he can figure out a way to get it done. Well, they transformed this team, right, to give him as much as they possibly could give him. And ultimately it came down to. He gave you the big first half. He couldn't finish it. And it was him with the ball in his hands. Jamal Murray and Aaron Gordon stuffing him. Like that reality that I can't just get the ball and impose my will on a game when it's there for the taking. You could make the case that happened three times in this series. Pivotal moments. Right? Yeah. Game two. That's that's the reckoning that happens to every great player, and I believe that's what we saw in the series. <clears throat> Shady, a sweep. What's it mean for Bron? I go to the legacy, right? I, I don't think about that. I think the sweep world. I don't know if it put a, a big dent in his legacy because LeBron is. I mean, has one of the most decorated resumes you can you can find. Probably one of the best resumes of any basketball player. But when the argument comes about the goats, and what they do it all the time, we do it. Everybody does. Talk to is me. It Michael Jordan is it LeBron James? Is it Cole? Whoever it may be. This would be a, a topic or argument point, you know, for our guest LeBron. I was like, hey, man, he won the Western Conference Finals. Anthony Davis with the Lakers. And they got swept. They beat the defending champs, the, the, the Seth Curry and the Warriors, and they got to Jokic and the Nuggets and got swept. That's going to be a topic. So I always think that this would be one of them arguments where when people bring up who's the best, they'll talk about this moment. So this mm-hmm. is definitely going to be some news. And we will not forget this. I'm a, I'm a, I love LeBron James, but we will not forget him just getting swept. That's how it works. That's how it works. I agree with you. I just you know hate I mean? that I do. That's I just, how it works. For yeah. the sake of the argument, I've had yeah. way too many LeBron Jordan barbershop conversations. I hate that you're right because you are so very right. But, Joy, what's the sweet mean for LeBron to you? I don't think it's that, that devastating because I don't know what's going to happen over the next two years. First of all, they ran into a buzzsaw. Like, we haven't talked at all about the Nuggets today. But, like, Jokic is the best player on the planet right now. He is. He's the best player on the planet. Yeah. (laughs) He is. He's the best player on the planet. They have a very deep roster. And we're probably not giving them all the flowers they deserve because, look, like it or not, Nuggets fans don't want to hear this, they had something to prove. Mm -hmm. This is a team that had the back-to-back league MVP. Many people felt that he should have been the MVP again this year. So three straight MVPs. Unbelievable player, best player on the planet, and couldn't get to this pla- the place that they're in right now. So they had something to prove as well, and it's all come together. Yep. So really, if we put a sprinkle, and I know this isn't what we like to do in these conversations, but sprinkle a little nuance on what it is we're watching, then 
perhaps we can compartmentalize this sweep for what it is. What is it? The Nuggets are by far and away the best team in this conference. This is not a really strong conference this year. And there's a big gap between what they are, what this roster is, and everybody else. Mm. There are other stars in the Western Conference who weren't in the situation that the Lakers were in. But a sweep? sweep being better, being better, look, and, and being like, better is look, 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 I hear you. But let me, let me, let me just, let me just throw this out there. Let me just throw this out there. Please. Because we talked about this, you know, off air yesterday. Okay. Would you rather get swept by the Nuggets mm-hmm. and the best player in the world in Jokic or not have the opportunity to get swept like Kevin Durant and Devin Booker? And Steph like Curry. Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, Draymond Green. Those are superstars in the Western mm-hmm. Conference who weren't getting swept because they've been on vacation for a while. But so I- so when, you, when you look at it that way, I feel there's a, there is a gap. The Nuggets have proven that there is a gap between this roster Jokic and everyone else in the Western Conference. And when, and when you consider that there are other stars, there are other guys in their prime, Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, Steph Curry, in this conference who didn't have the opportunity to get swept, I think it softens a little bit for me. I think that's a great point. It's just going to be lost on everybody because people don't have the nuance that you just displayed. We don't talk about all of the times, and there were several, that Michael Jordan missed the playoffs. We don't talk about him losing early, early in his career. Well, that was said. But, but this ain't oh, but, 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 say early in his yeah, it's, career. It's harder. It's harder. This ain't this ain't early in his career. Yeah. Correct. Correct. And LeBron's established. Correct. When, 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 when Michael got established, he, he wasn't no sweep was going on. I'm not even okay. saying. I'm saying okay. that to the point of like, if you make it, we hold it now against you. Right. Like LeBron made it this far, nah, which is why man. I think. Well, I'm saying this is your point. Your point is oh, like yeah, the sweep right, 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 right. Yeah, against them. Because we we in a game of competing. Like, okay, well, you didn't make it, but we got swept, so we feel better. Like, no. We're trying to compete. Yeah. There's, there's, there's no moral victory for getting swept. Yeah, like, I don't, think, I don't think LeBron and AD feel any better than Devin Booker and Kevin Durant right now. I don't think they – though they made it further, I don't think they feel right. any no, better. No, I'm not saying that they should, but when we are talking about it, are right. we going to consider it more of a failure that the Lakers – also considering, yes. it's more of a failure that they made it further than Steph Curry Man. and KD. And got swept? Just because they got swept? Yeah, I, I'm not into that. Like, I, I love for, if, if you're better than I am or you're better, your team's better than my team, we're going to compete. We're going to fight. Right. You're not about to just sweep us. Sweep? No, I'm not saying... As in, like, nobody's going to win but I, y'all? I'm that's not saying to, the sweep isn't bad. I'm not saying the sweep isn't bad. But for... When we are talking about what this sweep means, when this is a playoffs that also contained Kevin Durant and Devin Booker in this conference, Steph Curry and the defending champion champion Warriors in this conference, and they weren't in the Western Conference Finals, how is that better or the same than the Lakers going further in the playoffs with LeBron James and AD in this roster? Slick, to me it's because context, right? When you imagine LeBron getting swept in 2018 by the Warriors. Yes. Well, that Warriors team, I believe, only lost one playoff game the entirety of that run. So we were like, oh, I mean, that Warriors team was outstanding. I mean, they lost like... But this Nuggets team gave up two to the Suns. I believe they gave up one to the T-Wolves. So it's not like this Nuggets team is the 98-99 sure. Bulls, the 98-97 Bulls. Yeah, not like they're the 2018 yeah. Warriors. Like, this Nuggets team, as buzzsawish as they are, I think they only won 55 in the regular season. Like, I don't think they won 60. So they are beat a Bull, but the Lakers couldn't win one. Okay, but can we go to the other side of the ledger for context? What did the Lakers and LeBron James do in 2021? Lost to the Suns in the first round for one. Mm-hmm. And what did they do in 2022? Missed the playoffs entirely. Yep. yep. A lot of injuries, but they missed it. Go ahead. So this, for me, is a lot like the Warriors winning a championship last year. After two years of not being a factor whatsoever. Like, they reached back into their past and they went and got one. The fact that the Lakers and LeBron made themselves a factor in the postseason and got to the conference finals and knocked off the defending champions and knocked out the two-seeded Memphis Grizzlies with their young star, John Moran. I'm, I can't ignore saying, that. Click? I'm saying that Is the Lakers overachieved and that I am not going to look at this season and how it ended and say that this is, I I feel different about LeBron. I've been feeling different about LeBron for the last three years, so that this would end the way it did, 
doesn't come as like an, uh, oh, how did that happen to yeah. LeBron James? I mean, he didn't make the playoffs last year. And, so and, then, he got, then he got swept in the Western Conference Finals. Is I'm now supposed to go, oh, I didn't see that hat coming. Okay. And I'm not saying that it's not a failure, but I'm really trying to understand how it's not so much more of a failure for Steph Curry and KD that they weren't even in the situation to get swept. Mm. Like, if this is a failure for LeBron, what, what the hell is it for Steph yeah. Curry and Kevin Durant? They lost. Kevin Durant and Steph Curry, they lost. And, and, they lost. Uh, and then are those they lost, marks? They lost to a better team. Are those marks they against them? They didn't get swept. You, we, we. They didn't get an they, opportunity they, to get they swept. Get, yo, they, yo, yo, they got cleaned up. Cleaned up. Ow, ow, cleaned up. What would have been for the teams that couldn't make it This is like teams where you play and y'all lose by a possession or you may lose a game in a close game compared to getting blown out. Hold on. So How's that the same? 2011. Kobe Bryant and Phil Jackson, <laughs> after winning the championship in 2010, mm-hmm. 2011. I remember got, this, yes. They got swept mm-hmm. by the Dallas Mavericks. They did. The yes. eventual champion. Right. There, that you, part. That part. Finish it. If do Denver. Hold, do you hold that? If Denver ends up winning it all. It changes things. Are you going to look it, at this it, and it go, things. I still hold this mark? It could change things, but like, I ain't going to lie, man. Getting swept at a certain point in your career is not acceptable. Mm-hmm. And I don't care how y'all want to put it. If 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 the Warriors, what did they, they close out? Four two? Was it four? Yeah. Was it four? No, no. Warriors to who? Warriors four Lakers? two. It was four, 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 four two. Okay, four two. two. Yeah. Kevin Durant, them four, four two. two. Y'all lost. Cool. I understand. Y'all fought. Y'all didn't win. The better team won. Cool. Well, you telling me that we just swept y'all though? Big sweep? There's not even no type of even conversation. You can't even talk to me. Y'all even win a game. Yeah, not Denver. Oh, yeah, but like, you didn't win a game. I don't even know, Joy, though, that Phoenix, I don't even think that... You're wasting your time, though. You're wasting time. LA can't even look down on Phoenix, in my opinion. How? Y'all didn't make it to the Western Conference Finals. We made it further in the playoffs than you. I don't understand. If if Denver can't talk to... If the Lakers can't talk to Denver, I understand. But how if I beat you in a lesser rounds in the playoffs, how is that not more of a failure than me beating you? So, so, can I show this? So, do you believe in any type of cases of ass whoopings? Is there levels to it or no? Yeah. I'm just asking you. Do you feel like there's, yeah, there's yeah. levels? Yeah, of course. Oh, no, no, no. I'm asking you. you said, yeah. So if one is kind of competitive and the other one is no competition. It's a lesser round. Nah, nah, nah. It's, it's, to me, it's different. I don't know. I mean, I just think different. Like, it's like hating from outside the club. Like, okay, cool. So, yeah. Y'all not in the club. Let me get this, you in the line. This, hold on a second. So, so you're telling me that if they had lost to the Golden State Warriors in the second round, but it was six or seven games, that wouldn't be as bad as going to the conference finals and yes, getting right. swept by the Denver Nuggets. Yeah. That, but, but do you hear that how irrational that is? I, I, I understand from a logical perspective, yes. But remember, emotions and logic are different. Okay, but I don't function in some fantasy fairy tale. These aren't fairy tales. I might not even want to go. Remember what, remember what LeBron... <laughs> you sweep me? Remember what LeBron said post-game. Like, these aren't even, I think, exclusively Shady Acho comments. Right. LeBron was like, I don't play for conference finals appeal. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's like, I'm done with that. I'm not saying it's not yeah. a failure, though. That's not what I'm arguing. It is a failure. <clears throat> it's a failure because it's LeBron James and his standard is championships. You lied. I'm not yesterday. saying that. But what we are talking about is contextualizing yeah. this sweep in the scale of LeBron James's legacy. And if I'm looking at this year, I'm looking at a team that started 2-10, and 10, that was 13th in the Western Conference at the trade deadline, who then beat the Most number respect. two seed Most respect. Yeah. beat right. the, yeah. the Warriors. I don't yeah. care how many games. You went home and then went to the Western Conference Finals and lost so terribly. How would you feel? How, about, best... how would you feel, though, right? If you put yourself in those scenarios, either you, you lost before you got to the Western Conference in a 4-2 game, or you got swept in the Western Conference Finals. How do you think you would feel emotionally from both I, of them? I'm going to feel bad because I lost. But I'm not, we're not talking about how LeBron should feel. Wait, we're you, talking you, about how we feel about what happened. You don't think you would feel worse by getting swept? Like, of course. Well, let me but ask I'd this. rather have an opportunity Ooh, to be there. Here's the thing, though, Joy, because we know, based upon every argument that has ever been had about LeBron James, here's what we know to be truth, beyond the shadow of a doubt. Okay. Going is not always a benefit. Going, LeBron James having gone to the finals 10 times, but having lost six, that actually hurts sure. more than had sure. he they bring gone. It, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, they bring if that LeBron up. had only gone to seven finals and had won four, that would be of greater benefit, Joy, we know this, than him going 10 times. Sure. So going is not always a benefit to you in life. Sometimes going and losing is worse than not going at all. Slick, final thought. Shady lied yesterday. What did he say? Because we had our conversation about what would you rather have? 
go to game seven and a heartbreak loss or get swept. And you said, I'd rather go to a heartbreak right. seven. So how am right? I lying? I'm, I'm, put me in the game. I don't know. Put me in the game, coach. It felt wrong. Because wouldn't you rather compete? Because I'm confused, like, coach. What, like, what you, what you guys are saying to me is you would rather the Lakers have lost in heartbreaking fashion in the semis to the Warriors and, and went home than to beat the Warriors in six and go and get swept by the, by the I like I like competition, Joy, right? So I like to compete at the highest level. So my thing is, listen, I'm going to go there, I'm going to fight. What I'm not going to do is go out and get swept. But, 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 I, I can't, li- but, but, I, I can't but, live like but, but, that. But, like, like, I can't live like that. Here's, here's two options. This is the two options based off of what I can't live like said. that. And then we, can, then we can go to break. I know we have other stuff to talk about. <laughs> you're saying that you guys would rather, if you're the Lakers, you would rather lose in game seven to the Warriors in the semis. And fight then hard. Beat, okay. Mm-hmm. Then beat yes. the Warriors in six. Yes. And go and lose to the Nuggets in four. Yes. That you know was why? my point. Because I, I think one of them is embarrassing. Thank like, you. again, swept like that's embarrassing. I'm not saying it's not. I'm that's just saying, what I, how, how could, if that's embarrassing, what should the Warriors feel? What should the Warriors feel? Like they, they came up like short. They came up short. I, I tell, no, 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 for a second. Go ahead, go ahead. Y'all telling me coming up short All right. compared to getting no, 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 embarrassed no, no, no. and getting swept? Here, here what it are is. What are we talking about? Here it is. Like this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm you didn't win not one game? No, no, I didn't. Like, compared this to losing? You didn't get to play in the yeah, game. Exactly. It, don't ma- it don't matter. That don't matter. That don't matter. No, that don't matter. That don't matter. That don't matter. So there's three levels. I don't want to get swept. Yeah. No, I don't, don't want to get swept. swept either. But if you're telling me I have an opportunity to get swept or I can't so go. I got to take a sip. Go on, take a sip. I got to take it. Because I've already been there. I've already been there. Get the broom, Yeah, right. Get the broom, Shady. Get the broom, Shady. I got to go to work. Put me off at work, baby. I don't know what Joy and he talking about over there. I don't All right, let's head to the NFL. This is one of my favorite storylines this offseason. Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. We already know he got traded there, but get this. He actually showed up for the first day of Jets offseason team activities, a.k.a. OTAs. Great news, but reports say he did not practice after suffering an apparent ankle injury in warm-ups. However, he stayed on the field. That's neither here nor there. Let's get back to the important stuff. Aaron Rodgers is there. Mm. His injury neither here nor there, but Aaron Rodgers is there. This, to me, Joy, is the biggest deal for the Jets outside of acquiring Aaron Rodgers, his presence at OTAs. OTAs is when you get better in football. You do not get better during the season. I'm sorry, fans at home, you do not get better during the season. You don't have the opportunity to lift nearly as much because you got to play a game and you got to recover from the game before. You don't have the opportunity to install new plays. You can install old plays and you can tweak old plays, but you aren't installing entirely new plays. Off-season team activities is when you make your margin, your maximal improvements. In the season, marginal. So the fact that Aaron Rodgers is at OTAs, when he hasn't been at OTAs for the Packers the last several years, is a huge, and I mean huge deal. He's creating bonds with the receivers, with the running backs with the tight ends, with the O-line, with the coaches. He's elevating everybody around him. I cannot overstate just how important Aaron Rodgers being at OTAs is. But, Joy, I know you have a lot of thoughts on Rodgers. Big deal or no deal at all that Rodgers showed up at OTAs? He going to change, girl. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's a big deal. He missed OTAs in 2021 and 2022. So, obviously, he feels like it's important to be there. Whether it's just, you know, showing up to, to show face might want to do a little less at OTAs, apparently. <laughs> but I, th- I think it is important. He's in a new place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, whether, you know, he's worked with Nathaniel Hackett or not, he's worked with Nathaniel Hackett with different personnel. Well, some different <laughs> personnel. <laughs> so everyone needs to get on the same page. And to your point, you're not going to be able to do that during the season. He had the luxury of being able to do that in Green Bay because he had the same personnel, because he was in the same place. Everything is new. You guys know this. When you go to a new location, this is why it's so impressive when, when players move particularly players at that position, move and have success right away. There's so much that's different. The facility is different. How long it takes to get from your house to the facility is different. The trainers are different. The people that make your food are different. The environment is different. It might be warmer there. What's, the, what's your relationship like with the equipment guy? Everything is different. All of that has been the same for him throughout his career up until this point. That's a lot. That's a big adjustment. So when players move to a different place, you're not just, you're not just installing a new system or, or reinstalling a system that he knew before because he's worked with them. 
you are adjusting to a whole new coaching staff, new personnel, new personalities, new interactions with people. So the more time that he can get in the building and around everyone that's there mm. is important. Shady, you played 12 years in the National Football League. You went to OTAs <laughs> a lot, and I'm sure during the course of your career, you're like, nah, I'm good on OTA. Yeah. Is it a big deal? No deal, Rodgers. You know what? I'm going to say it's a big deal for Rodgers to be there. Now, I typically don't believe in uh, going to OTAs. It's not like nothing for real. But I say that for the veterans. The reason why it's a big deal for Aaron Rodgers is because, like Joey talked about, this is a new for him, right? And being in this, uh, the same place for so long, you're used to it. I'm used to the coaching, used to the players. Now he's a rookie again, mm-hmm. right? Even though he had nothing to hack it as an old coordinator, he's still a rookie because now you, you're, you're playing with players that you're just meeting for the first time. They don't know what type of balls you like. They don't know what's tough for you, what's tough for them. Mm-hmm. Now you get to build that chemistry. So I love that he's there because now they can work the kinks out. I think with young receivers and new receivers and new teammates, it's like you got to know each other. You know, A-Rod loves to throw the back shoulder passes. Some of the receivers might not have had that. They had freaking Zach Wilson, a quarterback, <laughs> who can't throw no passes. So now when you get with a guy like A-Rod, you want to be on the same page. So I love that he's there. He's showing that leadership. Now, next year, if you don't want to go, I understand it because now you have your, your core guys. You know what you like, what you don't like. Hmm. But him being there this year is so important because now they get to develop with each other. Slick, this is a huge 180 for Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. My brother was on the executive vice president council for the NFL, you know, where everybody has the owners meetings. And he goes and he told me several stories about Aaron Rodgers only flying in to the NFL meetings on the last day, simply to say he does not want OTAs to be mandated for vets. Yes. Like Aaron Rodgers has planted his flag in the ground regarding do not make me come to any offseason activity. Like Joy so brilliantly said, last two years, he didn't show up. Yeah. But he's here now. Yes. Big deal? No deal. It's a big, big, big deal. Because when the question that we had about Aaron going to New York is he's been paid, right? He's not competing for a job, right? He's, he can go in there entitled. Mm-hmm. And no one has any expectations for him. He's Aaron Rodgers. He's four-time MVP. But the petty, vindictive Aaron Rodgers is the best Aaron Rodgers for me. And what I see is the same motivation that made him an MVP the last two times. Green Bay is still on his mind, even though he's in New York. Because what drove him the first time? What was it, the drafting of Jordan Love? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was the second time? Well, the very first time, the drafting of Alex Smith. Okay. The very first time ahead of him. But there was also Jordan Love. Yes, sir. Absolutely. And then there was getting paid to be mm-hmm. the highest paid quarterback in the game. He wants to show the Green Bay Packers, you know what? You didn't handle my exit mm-hmm. the way it deserved to be handled for all that I've done for you. So, you know what? I didn't go to OTAs for you. I'm going to go to OTAs for the New York Jets because I want to show you that you should have been begging me to stay in Green Bay, not, hey, Aaron, what do you want to do? You want to stay? You want to go? We're kind of, you know, we got we got a plane to catch. Like, what are you doing? That motivation and the fact that he's taking action on it to me spells it answers the questions that we had about how this is going to go what kind of Aaron Rodgers are the New York Jets going to get Shady can he keep this up long enough to make a a substantial impact in New York Joy's brought this up like people don't really change in totality you can change for a period of time you can be on your best behavior Mm -hmm. the honeymoon phase we like to call it but can this honeymoon phase last long enough for Aaron Rodgers and the Jets to make the impact that they think he can. I, I, I don't believe that. I think people can change. And I, I think that looking at A-Rod from, from media, from what his teammates are posting, what he's posting, he looks happy. I'm happy to be here. And one thing about, I, I know, I'm getting traded, you go swearing where you're wanted. You, you know what I'm saying? Where I feel like sometimes you, you be in a place, like myself, in Philadelphia, I was taking for granted, I think, with Chip Kelly. And then when mm-hmm. I left, you got DeMarco Murray, he couldn't, he couldn't he cut, like, yeah. 25. Cut. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Then I'm going to Buffalo. They were happy to have me. But I cost, I don't want to go. And Drew Rosehouse worked the deal out. They gave me money to come. The thing with Aaron Rodgers, coming to New York, we happy. The fans, the, the, the city, all the media, all the players. Look at all the players, how much they posted. So when you say changing, yeah, I think it changed because he's somewhere where they, they want Aaron Rodgers. And everything, as far as to make him happy, he wants to do the same. I'm going to be there for OTAs, helping young guys out. Okay, the young guys I had in, 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 uh, in, uh, in Green Bay, it didn't work out. Maybe I should have been there. Okay, I got a second chance in life. Boom. I'm with New York Jets. I'm gonna be with the second. The second. I'm gonna be with the uh, the young guys to help them out. 
where he talked about the other guys when he was in Green Bay. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like now he has a second chance at life. Yeah. So why not kind of do things a little differently? Mm. Maybe change a little bit, and I think it's working for him. It absolutely is. Ryan, you'll see offseason, so we don't know just how well it's working, but this is as good as it can get for the Jets right now. Aaron Rodgers is present. Baseball is back, and so is Slipping Bats. Five times a week, Monday through Friday. So follow us on the Fox Sports app, YouTube, and anywhere you get your podcasts. Lakers season, it is over, but now all the attention is on what star might join the Lakers. Rumors have been floating around that it could be Kyrie Irving or maybe Trey Young. Ice Trey could join LeBron in L.A. The GM, Rob Palinka called LeBron James and Anthony Davis two pillars. The Lakers will, quote, continue to lean into and build around. Shady, should LeBron James want a third star? Why not? Hell yeah, why not? I think, I think LeBron at this age where... He could be great for half. I mean, it sucks to say that, but it's true. You look at his, his stats. He could, that, even last game that they that closed out, he was killing the whole first half. Right? Second half, uh, not as much. I get it. He is older. He's 38. He's still the best, but time is catching him. Anthony Davis He's a great player. I'm sorry. He's a great talent, mm-hmm. but he's not always a great player. We can't find him sometimes. <laughs> sometimes he'll ball out. Other times we can't even find him. Why not have a third option when AD's going through that phase where he doesn't feel like playing or he's just, I don't know. You give a guy like Kyrie Irving there. Oh, my God. Imagine that type of offensive firepower. So now we've seen LeBron James. This is why I know it'll work because we've seen LeBron James playing so much off the ball this year. I've never seen it. Draymond Green talked about how it looks so different. And as I'm watching, watching the game, I'm like, dang, it looks different seeing LeBron James off the ball, catching and shooting. You know, playing off the ball, letting the other guys do pick and roll action. Mm. Now you get somebody like Kyrie Irving where it really can go down, man, they're going to be in trouble. And I think they'll be the favorite in the West. Shady, let me tell you why not. Here is, to me, the, the most important reason LeBron James shouldn't want a third star. Now, does he need one? Yes. But why shouldn't he have one? Because there's two dialogues that, have had, that are had. Okay. There's the narrative dialogue. Yeah. And there's the reality dialogue. LeBron has already won in the reality dialogue. He's the top scorer ever. He's top 25, I believe, in assists. I think he's top 50, top 70 in rebounds. He's top in everything. He is great in reality. Yep. But in narrative form, LeBron James ain't got six rings. So not only does LeBron need to continue to win more rings, third superstar would help that, but how does he win them? Mm. If LeBron gets a third star and is the third best player on a championship team, That doesn't aid him at all in narrative form. And unfortunately, Mm -mm. narrative form is the last thing that matters for LeBron James because he's won in reality. In reality, he's one of the greatest players ever. And truth be told, if you're talking about objective data, there's a lot that supports him being the greatest player ever. But in narrative form, Jordan got six. He won three, took two years off, won three more. Shady, if LeBron wins another title, if he gets to five, but if he gets to five behind Anthony Davis and Kyrie Irving, Anthony Davis and Trey Young, right. we will not hold, the narrative will not hold that that's, fifth title in the same way. That is bullcrap. And I, and I don't, you my dog, I got to call you out. That is bullcrap. You telling me if LeBron James, first of all, he's never going to be like a, a non-factor. He's going to be a factor mm-hmm. in the game. Let's get that straight. And then number two, you telling me if LeBron James go out there and get another fifth ring because he's with Anthony Davis and Kyrie Irving, he won't get the same credit? You wouldn't? That, is, that sounds crazy. Here's why. Here's Ooh, why. We going to talk about, when we compare the stats... We're talking about how he's a leading scorer, all, all his assists, rebounds, games, winning the playoffs, sure. all that. And sure. we're going to talk about championships. Sure. And he will add up his five and his six compared to Michael Jordan. What? Yeah, Shady, if, I, if I'm being honest with you, Be honest. You, know, you know how it goes. How it go? If, LeBron, if the Lakers were to run the table this year, assuming the playoff series had gone as they had previously gone, right. so they had not run the table, say so they had won a chip, AD was probably going to win finals MVP. Did Jordan ever lose a finals MVP? Oh, wait. No. He didn't. And at the end of the day, when you're having these narrative conversations... Of the greats? Of, uh, not of the greats. Of Jordan. Only, only, of, only of Jordan. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, uh, we, we can't add, like... What do you mean? Like, Kobe? We don't compare LeBron to Kobe. Yo. We compare LeBron to Jordan. Okay, so real quick, because you're talking so much crazy, the lights is going off. <laughs> hey, we're talking about Rushmore, right? Yes. I'm not talking Who's in your Rushmore? No, 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 no. Who's in your... I'm sorry. Who's in your Rushmore? This is, this is wild. Jordan. Gron. Kobe. Rushmore's four. I'm not, I'm not putting okay. Kobe on my okay. Come on, come on. Jordan, Will, LeBron, who? Russell, Kareem. Kareem. Oh, he got titles. He didn't get the MVP. I mean, the finals MVP, did he? 
Shade. Come on. You, you this boy slick? Joy? What are we talking about here? Joy. A ring's a ring. I ain't listen. I'm bringing my ring in tomorrow. <laughs> and guess how much time I got that game? Zero. Zero. And when you come to the show, hi, we're here with LeSean McCoy, two time. What's he talking about? Joy, should LeBron want a third star? I mean, stars is a little dramatic, but yes, why not? First of all, I disagree with the narrative of all that. Like, that's, that's really pulling for and clawing at discrediting LeBron James at that point. Like, LeBron, one, would obviously be a factor in that championship if, in this imaginary world, this were to happen and they were to win a championship next right. year. He would be 39 years old. We would absolutely still consider him to be a factor, and it would still be LeBron's team. Any team LeBron is on is going to be LeBron's the team. King. Even if he doesn't win finals MVP. By the way, Steph did not win all the finals. And that MVPs. hurts him. And that hurts him tremendously. We're we, we, we just talking about him comparing we don't, magic. We don't, we don't compare what him to, to Michael. So I understand the yeah. Michael conversation. But in my opinion, if you are a Michael Jordan zealot, as I am, there really isn't much, if anything, that LeBron is going to do to change your mind about him being the greatest of all time. But LeBron is absolutely one of the greatest of all time. 1A, whatever. Right. It doesn't really actually even matter to me anymore. And I am a Michael zealot. He doesn't have anything else he has to do. If he wins another championship, that is going to add to his legacy. By the way, since we always love to do these on-paper conversations that we just had and the reality conversations we just had, who else has like a really good third option? Does Nikola Jokic have a pretty deep team? Does he have a couple options after Jamal Murray that can hit some shots? Yeah. I think he does. So does this not count for a good series or run for him? We're, gonna, we're still giving Jokic credit, right? Even yeah. though he has a super awesome team. The Celtics but, definitely have a third but, option. Uh, not the Bucks joy. have a third option. Star. Bucks have a third star. Bucks have a third star. Sure, sure, sure. I don't know that. No, no. Bucks have a third star. Like Drew Holiday's, but he's a two-time. He's a two-time all-star. Oh, no, 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 no. He's a third he's a option. Though. Yeah, yeah. The, the Nuggets. I won't say they have a third option, I'm but, not but saying, the Bucks I'm do. Nuggets absolutely have multiple third options, and the Bucks have a third star. They have a third star. We we're not going to argue that they Bucks have a third star, right? I'm saying you. Say you that? Know, I'm saying Drew Holiday is. Okay, so nobody says that Giannis didn't win that championship because they have a third star. In fact, nobody hey, even they, wants to talk about how got deep first that team was. Defense, so I'm saying yes. The Sixers, the Clippers, the Warriors. It's okay to have good players on your team. You need good players on your team to win championships. The part of the reason why the Nuggets are in the position that they are in is because Jokic is the best player in the world. And guess what? Jokic has probably been one of, if not the best player in the world, for the last three years. And this is their first time in the championship. Mm-hmm. Why, Rick? Mm-hmm. Because the team is awesome and available and healthy and clicking and playing well. This is a team game at the end of the the day. So why wouldn't LeBron want a third star? I will tell you why not. Because you've all asked, why not? Well, Acho hasn't because... No, because he he said why not. Yeah. Because of the cost of getting the third star. That's a good point. You Mm -hmm. said that the Denver Nuggets have multiple options at that third spot. That's what makes them special. I could go through all of the teams that have won championships over the last five years and say they didn't have a big three. Did the Warriors last year have a big three for the way that Clay Thompson played or Draymond played? Wiggins is a... But, but it was still multiple players that contributed. You go to the Toronto Raptors. After Kawhi Leonard, did they have a big three? The Bucks. I know the now Bucks. we're looking Bucks. back. No, Bucks. hold on, hold on, hold on. It was as much Brooke Lopez. It was as much. It was as much Pat Connaughton. It was as much Bobby Portis coming Both off the bench. players are always going to contribute. But you're telling me that Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, and, and Giannis Antetokounmpo, that's not a third option? That is a third option. But if we're talking, about, we're talking about stars, and again, what it costs you to get that third star. Chris Middleton is now viewed as a star because he has a ring. Mm-hmm. He wasn't viewed as that. He was in the G League at one point. I, I just, the depth and diversity of a team. Uh, look, we just, see the, we just saw the Nuggets do it to the Lakers. After Jokic, Jamal Murray's not even regarded by some as a true star. You never made no star. Okay, wait, they they swept them. A star and superstar. Can we say it's two different things? Yes. Sure. Okay, sure. so so we but, would say Juhali's a star. We're not gonna say that Chris Middleton. But here's star? No, here's here's let let's I'm confused. Be, here's let's be accurate. Okay. Drew Holiday went to the All-Star game in 2012, 2013, and he won again this past year. Yeah. Okay. The Bucks won the title in 2020. 
So at the point in which 2021, at the point in which the Bucks won a title, Drew Holiday hadn't been an all-star in nine years. Yeah. So the point being made is that when they you, you still could be a star, though. You can, so as Jamal, if Mur- you're not a whoa, whoa, all-star, whoa, whoa, I don't know how you can be a star. It, so see? Jamal, so is Jamal Murray a star? Yes, I would how say many, there's a caveat. Okay, hold, 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 hold. So to your point, because you did all the yep. numbers, how many all-star appearances does Jamal Murray have? None. 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 Okay. He's not viewed as a star. A superstar and a star are two different things. Superstar we, for we me. Can, we can say that Jamal Murray and we can say that Chris Middleton are stars. They're solid star players in this league. Do we, can we not say that? I'm not talking about. This is, this I'm not is, talking about visibility or Instagram. Am I a star? <laughs> I'm nervous. We, we know what we're all saying here. These are great players who would be the number two option on most teams in the NBA. And oh, I got I last lesson real quick for, for the stars. Fair. Do the Bucks win a championship if 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 uh, if uh, Drew Holiday's not there? No, sir. No. And does and does 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 the the Nuggets? Do they get to this point without Jamal Murray? No, absolutely. They haven't. Okay, but that's only two. When you're talking about the Denver Nuggets, me. Well, let's say that Jamal Murray's a star, a star. Who's their third star? I said they didn't have third stars. Okay. I didn't, say, I didn't say that. And I could give you more examples of teams that didn't have a bona fide third star. If, again, to your point, like this is all about LeBron winning another championship. How do you build another championship team? You can say, yeah, why not have a third star? But is a third star going to get him any closer to a championship as opposed to just having multiple good players well, that are that third that's, option? That's another layer of conversation because – if you're talking about what you'd have to give up to get one of these guys. But that's the reality. Well, okay, but look at all we're the top, having a more okay, fun life you know conversation, okay, Rick. Okay, I'm not getting into all the details, Rick. Let's go to the other side of this. We were I'm sorry. they were going to keep together. No, wait a minute. Some you were the one who said down. I always have 10 toes down. So I'm giving you right, 10 toes well, I wasn't prepared to have that conversation. Down. If that's the case, then yeah, of course you can't give up all your depth to get a Kyrie Irving or a Trey Young. If you can do a deal that's reasonable, well, I'm fixing my but, top here. But let's do, look, what we got? KD, Kyrie, James Harden. Devin Booker, Chris Paul, KD. Like, how many examples of teams that had three bona fide stars over the last five, six years, but gave away their depth in yeah, order they, to yeah. get That's it? That's tough. They got to play together. They, they, all, everybody named, they didn't really play together. They didn't just finish out and But what was their weakness? They didn't. They didn't they're bench. They, 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 they but, but they didn't play together, though. Right? Even Chris Paul, we talked about Chris Paul, he, he left out. James Harden and Kyrie Irving and, and, uh, and, and KD, they didn't really play together. But, but were, they, were they rolling? I, I got a better wait, question wait, for you, though. Do you think that Austin Reeves can be, because he's, he's young and he had an emergent season, do you think he could potentially be that third superstar? No. No, I think he's okay. really good. Okay. And I think he can be part of a championship caliber team, but I think he's got to be one of those mix and match third options mm-hmm. where, like, times he's going to give you that game, and times you're looking for somebody else to be that bona fide star. Yeah. And and let's not, let's be honest about this too. We're having this conversation because of the conversation of Trey Young and and right. Kyrie Irving. Correct. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah, think yeah. there's a delineation between <laughs> Trey Young, Kyrie Irving, Michael Porter Jr., Aaron oh, Gordon, Trey Young, right? Kyrie yes, Irving, yes, Austin Reeves, like Trey Young, Kyrie Irving, Maxi. I think it's not close. I think there's a difference there in. Star, but it is yes. a fascinating no, conversation. Right. No, you're right. No, you're right about we'll that. have it off camera between like, what is a star? What's an all star? Mm. What's a superstar? Mm. That's the next dialogue to be had. The Bills have made the playoffs the last four seasons, but they have zero Super Bowl appearances to show for it. Head coach Sean McDermott said Josh Allen has a new sense of focus this offseason. And while Allen said, quote, I so badly want to bring a Super Bowl here to Buffalo. Close quote. Shady, I was thinking about this. You played for the Bills for a mighty long time. I picked the Bills to win the Super Bowl last year, picked Josh Allen to win MVP last year. I was wrong, unfortunately, particularly for Bills fans. But, Joy, I think... The Bills are more likely to take a step back than a step forward this year, in large part because the Bills did not get substantially better. If they did get better, Bills fans will try to suggest to me that they did. You drafted a tight end in the first round. If you got better, it was marginally. Conversely, the Jets got exponentially better. They replaced Zach Wilson, Joe Flacco, Mike White for Aaron Rodgers. The Ravens got substantially better. Zay Flowers in the first round, Odell Beckham. The Miami Dolphins got substantially better. Jalen Ramsey, Vic uh, Vangio, amongst others. Yeah, yeah. 
But the Bills may have gotten better, but it wasn't substantial. For that reason, I think the Bills are more likely to take a step back than they actually are to take a step forward because of how much better everybody else got around them. But where do you stand? I know you were high on the Bills last year. Step forward or step back this year? My, I'm going to say a step back, but I think it's Bills fatigue, honestly. And a step back is what? They win 12 games? They were 13-3 and three last year. Mm-hmm. They've had double-digit wins for four straight seasons. Mm-hmm. Substantial step forward for the Jets. If they win 10 games, that's a substantial step forward. Right? They won seven games last mm-hmm. year. A step back for the Bills to 12 games is still significantly better than the Jets. The Dolphins, a, a substantial step forward. Maybe they're closer to the Bills. But I, I just – I could say a step back because I agree with you. I think other teams got better. But they were so good. Like, how, how far back can they possibly slide? I, 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 I grow weary of picking the Bills every season and projecting that Josh Allen's going to win MVP, MVP every season. But I also want to be hesitant of predicting their demise a little bit too early when they've been consistently as good as they have been over the past few years. That's a tough one for me. I must say, stay, stay the same. Is that, is that an option? Yeah. Oh, I, made it, I made it an option. Sorry. Yeah. The thing is because... Everybody in the AFC, for the most part, right, even in that division, got better. The Dolphins got better, mm-hmm. right? The Jets got better. The Patriots, well, Belichick is Belichick without, you know, he's... And then look at the AFC, you talked about uh, um, um, Lamar Jackson, the Ravens, they got better. When I look at the Bills, they didn't really get better. And, and every year, like last year, I had them go to the Super Bowl. The year before, they had to go to the Super Bowl. They really, really coached well, so they're always be in their race. I just don't see them getting better because even, like, Von Miller's coming back. From injury, we don't know how he's going to be. You even take um, um, the safety, my guy. Jordan Poirier? Not Jordan Poirier. Micah Hyde. Micah Hyde. My guy, Micah Hyde. Really, really good. He was injured. He's kind of coming back. Tredavis White, he's slowly kind of getting back. I was even with friends talking to him about his transition from getting back from injury. So it's like, we don't really know what that defense looks like. And you lost some pieces, right? I thought they would add one more wide receiver to go with Stephon Diggs. All the pressure he gets, all the, t- the different coverages. They didn't get none. Gabe Davis is always kind of up and down. So my point is, like, they're in the middle. I can't see that they got worse or better. I think they're the same Bills team that we've been seeing. So here's what's fascinating. I don't disagree with you. But if the Bills stayed the same and other teams got around better. them got better, That's the scary then part. just That's... by the natural equation, it will appear that they've gotten worse. Why the facial reaction? Because they almost won the AFC last year. So, like, if they stay the same, they're still the second best team in the AFC? Well, here's what's interesting. 25%, roughly, I think 26, if we're being accurate, 26% of games are decided by three points or less. Right. So the game of football is decided by almost. Oh, for sure. I believe the difference in points between the Jets and the Bills, if I'm not mistaken, in their two games, was a four-point differential. Andy, off-camera, please correct me if I am wrong. I believe over that two games, it was a four-point differential. That's almost. But I think the Jets got four points better. You watched the Dolphins thoroughly last year. They beat the Bills in Miami. Tua gets concussed, goes back in and win, I think 21-19. Then after losing to the Niners and losing to the Chargers, they almost beat the Bills in Buffalo. I think they lose by three. Then they go to the playoffs and they almost beat the Bills with the backup third-string quarterback in Skylar Thompson. I think the Dolphins got three points better. So when I really think about that almost you're referencing, it was a five-point differential between the Bills and the Jets, that's the league. Yeah. The difference in winning and losing is Jalen Ramsey at corner. The yeah. difference in winning and losing yeah, that's, is, that's, that's is Aaron Rodgers at QB. I, I think the only thing that keeps me optimistic about the Bills is, A, I know how good of a coach they have, and yep. Sean McDermott, and B, I know how damn good Josh Allen is. That's the only reason why I even keep them in, in the conversation of being one of the top contenders because every year we see the same thing, mm-hmm. right? They come close, come, don't get it. They come close. Yeah. So I'm you know, optimistic because I love the team. I love Buffalo for sure, but... That's why I put them in that category. So you guys are not confident that Buffalo is going to win the division this year? I'm not. I'm, I'm not, not. I'm not. I'm not at all. No. I'm not at all. I think. And I know the Ben odds ain't either. I checked. <laughs> well, because if the Bills split with the Jets last year and they split with the Dolphins last year and both of those teams got better, I can't be confident. I mean, that division is so tough. And like you've always said, Belichick probably going to get one. So right, right. Belichick beat the Bills when he had Mac Jones, and they only yeah. passed the ball. I think it was three times yeah, right. that game. So, like, yeah. the Bills are good, yeah. but the, the gap between the Bills, the Dolphins, and the Jets, it is not as substantial as you at home might think. 
Welcome back, family. Now, remember, three young quarterbacks will have incredibly high expectations this season. Jordan Love, he just tossed to Christian Watson on your screen. There's Trey Lance going into his third year last year. Remember, he was injured. And then Justin Fields made some miraculous plays, but many of them were exclusively on the ground. So much pressure coming into the season for three potential star quarterbacks. This is the future. Trey Lance. Justin Fields, Jordan Love, they could be the future of the NFL quarterback position. So now we got to play this game. It's called Feast or Famine. Will these quarterbacks feast this fall, this football season, or will they find themselves famished? I got to start with Jordan Love taking over for Aaron Rodgers, LaShawn McCoy, Jordan Love, feast or famine? Let me know. I'm going to say feast. I think we have a, a good year. Um, I think he's ready to play. He's been sitting a long time watching a great MVP-type caliber quarterback in Aaron Rodgers. It's time to show up. Come on, bro. That's what you're going to do. What you're Jordan Taylor. Do? I hate to do it. I'm going to say famine. Ooh. Look, I've been on the what is, what is LaFleur as a coach train for a while, That's so true. we're going to get to find out now. Yeah. They didn't win. They didn't have a good season last year with Aaron Rodgers. I'm hard, it's hard for me to imagine they stay at the top of that division. It's like Rick. Uh, feast. Low expectations. Thank you, Aaron yeah. Rodgers. Soft division. And Soft uh, they division. did pretty well by him in the draft, <laughs> adding, what, two tight ends and at least three, three wide receivers. So, yeah, I'm going with Feast. Jordan Love, I'm going with Feast as well. I think he will find a way to step into his own and have some success this year. Let's move on to Trey Lance. Now, Trey Lance might be the most intriguing quarterback in all of football this year. Remember, he was drafted in the first round two years back. The 49ers gave up three first-round picks in order to acquire him. He was supposed to replace Jimmy Garoppolo. He didn't do it. Well, now he's supposed to be the starting quarterback, but Brock Purdy still might take over the starting job. Everybody wants to see Trey play. They called him one play, Trey. Well, Shady, Trey Lance, feast or famine? Famine, this show. famine, famine, famine. <laughs> Listen, he's been in the league for two years, going to his third. He's only had 100 passes. I mean... We're not even sure if he's going to play next year. And the, the, the little birdie out there in San Fran told me that he may not be the starter. Sam Darner might be Woo! I got to talk to that birdie. They be knowing. Joy Taylor, feast or famine? I'm going to go feast. If he's the starter, it's going to be really hard to be bad with that roster. And we, how, Jordan Love has been played. We got to talk about that later, Shady. I, I, I think Trey Lance, Trey Lance has a lot of potential. And listen, Shanahan can make anyone a quarterback. Mm -hmm. That's a point. Mm -hmm. That is a point. Anyone except Christian McCaffrey. Slick Rick, <laughs> feast or famine? Famine? How are you going to eat when you don't even have a seat at the table? Ooh. We got Sam Darnold. Fight. He's fighting him for the starting spot. Look, the 49ers don't want to admit it because of all they gave up. They need another good season from Brock Purdy before they say, yeah, we got it wrong on Trey Lance. Mm, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. With Trey Lance, I'm thinking famine. I don't think he will have a seat at the table. I wish I had thought of that bar slick. That's twice this week you've used bars that I should have used first. Mm. I am jealous. Well, moving on to Justin Fields. I'm also jealous of his athleticism because he is one of the most talented physically quarterbacks in all of football. Y'all saw his miraculous plays just last year, but here's a problem. His plays did not materialize into wins. Thankfully, the Bears did not draft a quarterback with their top pick. If you all remember, they had the opportunity with that number one pick to draft Bryce Young. Instead, what did they do? They chose to trade to acquire assets to support Justin Fields. So, Shady, the question is this. Feast or famine for Fields? It's a tough one. He's a young player. I'm going to say feast. Now we get to see what he really is. He ran a lot last year, but now he can he, now he can throw. They got an office lineman in the first round, and they brought over DJ Moore, who's a hell of a player. So we get to see what he is for real. I'm gonna go with Feast. Feast, surprise, surprise, Joy Taylor. Oh, finally, I'm not on an island. I'm also going Feast. I think he's going to have a much better season this year. I love that they stuck with him, gave him a vote of confidence. That's big for a young player. And I love the additions that they made. DJ Moore, TJ Edwards, Shermaine Edmonds, uh, Deontay Foreman, Robert Tunyon, mm. Demarcus Walker, Nate Davis, Andrew Billings. They loaded up, gave it to him. It's his team, and I think he's going to Feast this year. I'm going to feast as well. Did you mention uh, the running back Roshan Johnson? Roshan Johnson out of Texas. Sneaky the good Texas pick guy. right yeah. there. Texas guy slick. Yeah, no, look, uh, they bolstered another guy with low expectations in a division that we're not sure about, and they added pieces around him. All he has to do is learn when to live to fight another day, and that will solve half, solve half the problems. All these quarterbacks got a lot on the line. I'm going to head to the desk. I'm going to head to the desk. I know I'm supposed to tease this. I know I am, but I'm interested because because there was a conversation had between Joy and Taylor, Trey, Joy and Shady, Trey Lance, Jordan Love. Mm. 
We don't really know anything about either, if right. we're being honest, mm-hmm. right? Like, Jordan Love has sat behind Aaron Rodgers for three years. Trey Lamb sat behind Jimmy Garoppolo for two years. We don't know much of anything about either. Shady, why do you have more confidence in Love than Trey? Hmm. I think the, the, the few times that I've seen Love play, he looked decent. One game he looked terrible against the Chiefs. I mean, that was just... <laughs> but then I seen when they played the Eagles. I seen he did look, yeah, look he looked, okay. he looked yeah. solid. I haven't seen no game that Trey Lance played with, okay, maybe there's some talent. Maybe he has some left. Uh, maybe some, there's nothing there. I got a lot of homeboys that play still for San Francisco, 49ers. I got people in the front office, right? I won't get into the names, but they, ne- they didn't tell me that he didn't have it. They just didn't say that he did have it. He did yeah, have it. Yeah, and point. they didn't give me a sign of, okay, I have a lot of confidence that eventually he will be the guy that takes San Fran to the promised land. There. And then I think with the team they have, it don't take much. Yeah. So, no, I don't, I don't see no type of promising future with Trey Lillian. Joy, where are you at on those two? I, I mean, I guess my reservation with Jordan Love is, is he's not coming in with the same kind of roster that Trey Lance is coming in with. Very We true. know yeah. what Shanahan is capable of. We mm. know what he can do with different guys at the quarterback position. We know what he can do with guys out because they constantly have guys out. So if Trey Lance is serviceable, they're going to win some games. Now, they need him to be more than that, obviously. But as usual, we have no idea who's going to end up playing quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers for the entirety of the season. When it comes to Jordan Love, we do know that the team wasn't great last year, and that was with an all-time great in Aaron Rodgers, in a system that he had been in for years. And a lot of those other guys had been there for years. It wasn't like it was a whole new roster. There were some young guys at the the, receiver position, but... There wasn't a whole lot new there, and they still weren't able to to get to the playoffs. So while I think he is coming in with low expectations, I do think there are some expectations. This is a team that's had a first battle Hall of Famer playing quarterback for the last 30 years. Slick, let me ask you a question, and I just thought of this as Joy was speaking. Would you rather the unknown quarterback Hmm. but known skill positions or the more known quarterback with less known skill positions? Jordan oh. Love is more known. Yes. But the skill positions, Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs, yes. got to replace Lazard, got to replace Randall Cobb. It's going to be their second year, though, now. Correct, That's, correct. That matters. Correct. Yeah. It'll be better. But what we know about San Fran, Ayuk, dude, yeah. Debo, yeah, yeah. dude, Kittle. McCaffrey, dude, sure. Sure. Kittle, dude. Yeah. Where do you stand? Well, look, if we were just talking about survival, then I'd probably go the latter, particularly when you have Kyle Shanahan. I figure that he can manufacture a way to utilize Trey Lance. But if we're talking talking big picture, I'm going to go based on which team is banking more and understood that they haven't extended Jordan Love. They're not committed to him financially long term, but they the Packers appear to be building around love far more than the 49ers right. are already wed to Brock Purdy. Like, they've, they've already, they haven't Sad. said it. In more ways than one. They, they feel have, like they've know. moved yeah. on already. So between the two, uh, that known of what Jordan Love, look, they, they drafted him with the idea that he can be not Aaron Rodgers, because I don't know that you're going to have Aaron Rodgers, but he can be some semblance of that. Yeah. The 49ers drafted Trey Lance because he wasn't Jimmy Garoppolo, because they felt like he had the guts, maybe not the game, but the guts to make the big play, and we're hoping that they could bring him along on the other side of the equation, and that simply hasn't happened. I, I don't think he starts. Even if, 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 uh, if uh, Purdy can't play, I agree with you. I don't think he's even going to start. We're talking I, about a guy that's not yeah. going to start. I don't, I don't have enough time to talk about Trey Lance, but Shady, you said something. Yeah. It's more in all honesty... You can hear more by what someone doesn't say yep. than by what they yeah. do say. 100%. Yeah. When Trey Lance was drafted his rookie year and he didn't start until Jimmy G was hurt, I was like, that says something. Hmm. Then when Trey Lance started last year and they chose to run the ball more than they passed the ball and didn't open up the offense, I was like, ah, that says something. Mm-hmm. Then this offseason when they acquired Sam Darnold and said that he will likely get first team reps, I'm like, yo, y'all got to tell me what y'all think about Trey Lance. <laughs> yeah. What y'all aren't telling me is even more than what you're telling me. The Kansas City Chiefs still riding high as Super Bowl champs. Patrick Mahomes, he has another Lombardi trophy. While other quarterbacks have recently been getting the bag, Mahomes was asked about it. He said, quote, I worry about legacy and winning rings more than making money at this moment. Shady, you won a chip with the Chiefs. I was thinking about this. Call me asinine, call me crazy. Mm. But 2-5, I would take the Chiefs to win another Super Bowl this season over the field. 
Like, I would take the Chiefs to win. If I had to bet money, put money down, I'm taking the Chiefs over putting money on any of the other 31. Here's mm. why, bro. I don't think any NFC team mm. is better than the Eagles were last year, including the Eagles this year. I don't think any NFC team is better than the Eagles were last year. Eagles didn't beat the Chiefs last year. So I'm discounting the NFC. Now, is anybody in the AFC better than the Chiefs? The three teams that made the biggest substantial jump, the Jets, they got Aaron Rodgers, the Ravens got Zay Flowers, Odell Beckham, and the Dolphins got Jalen Ramsey, Vic Bangio. Hmm. But none of those teams were that close to beating the Chiefs last year as it pertains to winning a Super Bowl. So now, for me, it really just boils down to this. Chiefs or Bengals? Chiefs or Bengals. Hmm. Of that, I would say Chiefs straight up their offensive line. Uh, Jawan Taylor, right tackle. Donovan Smith, left. And remember, Kadarius Tony, Sky Moore. Bro, they was in their first year with the yeah, Chiefs I'm last just, year. So I'm going with the Chiefs over the field. Where are you at? I got to go with the field. I mean, I, I can say this. I think that the Chiefs are – I can say this. The Chiefs are the only team that I can say, okay, we could put them in a Super Bowl. Okay. But when you're saying pick, just go out there and pick against the field, it's crazy. I like to gamble. So I go to the roulette table. Mm-hmm. And if they say, okay, you place your money on number 15, Patrick Holmes, or you get the whole field, zero. You see what I'm saying? You got right. so much to go, to go right. And then football, as well as you know, is like, yep. it's, the, it's a small uh, margin of things like, oh, uh, um, a, fly, a pass interference call mm-hmm. can change the game. Uh, a tip catch, you know, uh, um, lineman slip on a block, he gets sacked. Like, anything can happen. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking about, like, if I had to put all the teams in order to who could win a Super Bowl or even be a contender. You go with the Eagles, of course, mm-hmm. but even in the AFC, you got you got the a Chiefs number one, right? Then you got the Bills, mm-hmm. you got the Ravens, you got so many different teams, the mm-hmm. Bengals that mm-hmm. they could potentially. For example, when the Chiefs played in the AFC game against Joe Burrow and the Bengals two years ago, two years ago, and they were favorite, they were smoking them in the first half. The Chiefs were, and the second half they lost. I'm like, how the hell did they lose to the Bengals? Nobody ever pictured the Bengals going to the At Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. anything can happen in this game. Yeah. If you ask me who was a favorite. I definitely would say the Chiefs. But if you had me, I had to bet and put money on, I got to go with the field because anything can happen in football. That's fair. I like that. Very well said. Very well said. Joy, where are you at? Chiefs or the field? I mean, if it's just the AFC, I will go with the Chiefs. But if we're doing the whole NFL, I have to go with the field. I mean, look at the the Super Bowl against the Bucs. It was just offensive line was down. They couldn't stay in it and just took advantage of it. And that's that's how it goes. Mm -hmm. There's so many things that can happen throughout the season. You have a key injury, you know, something. Who knows? There's so many intricate parts of what leads to getting to a championship and actually winning a championship. We haven't had repeats since 2003, 2004. That is true. I was in high school. So, you know, that was a long time ago. So it's really, really hard to get there. It's even harder to repeat. Yeah. This is the only team that we could have that conversation about with integrity because <laughs> that's, that's going to take them seriously. But keep in mind, all season long, we were talking about this Chiefs team like they weren't even talented. Mm. Like they didn't even have enough. Mm. So a lot can change when you win a Super Bowl. All of a sudden it's like, oh, maybe they are actually yeah. pretty good. Maybe uh, the receiving core yeah. isn't so right? bad. Exactly. We didn't know what they were going to look like without Tyreek Hill. So I, I just think there's too much that can happen. I, I fully think it is an integrity conversation because they are that good, but there's so much that can happen. Here's what I think, though, Slick. I think about it like this. In track and field, Usain Bolt in his heyday, there were several different runners. At the Olympic Games, you're talking prelims, qualifying round, mm-hmm. semifinals, mm-hmm. Olympic final. I would always take Usain over the field because mm-hmm. I know how dominant Usain is. Patrick Mahomes, we know how dominant is. We keep saying so much can happen. Joy's right, Shady's right. But so much did happen, and they still won. Mm-hmm. Think about what happened when you lose Tyreek Hill, one top three receiver in football. Mm-hmm. Andy Reid has so many things going on in his personal life that he still has to stay focused on the game of football. So much already did happen. They, had, uh, they acquired Kadarius Tony in the middle of the season. Yeah. Sky Moore gets benched as a punt returner because he's dropping punts, losing to the Colts. Isaiah Pacheco, he has to replace Ky- Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Isaiah Pacheco go seventh round running back out of Rutgers and become the starter. So much did happen yeah. and they still won. That's why I have this irrational confidence if I were to take Chiefs or the field, where are you? Yeah, look, if, if the Chiefs do have that feel of being very special and magical, um, but it's not just going and trying to win back-to-back Super Bowls. It's going to a fourth Super Bowl in five years. That's Ooh. beautiful. And that's only happened twice before. The Bills went four times in a row. Early 90s, yeah. And the Patriots did it four out of five years, 2014 to 2018 was mm -hmm. the window, right? And what was the distinction there? Because to your point with Usain Bolt, did Usain Bolt have to run all out in the prelims to get to the final? It's a great point. It's a great point. It's a great point. And that's where I see the difference. 
when the Bills and the Patriots did it, the uh, the NFC was the power. That's where all the great teams were. And their respective divisions, the division at the time, was relatively easy to get through. Yeah. Um, some of this is my Bengals fan talking, obviously. But it's also my Sean Payton fan talking. That, AF, that, that division, that AFC West, is going to be a hell of a lot tougher than it's been. And I just think that that, with the AFC being as tough as it yeah. is... I've got to go for and, you. And, and little, like, one thing is, like, so they just won a championship, right? Mm-hmm. And then next year, this year, you're saying that you go pick them over the field. Yeah. But look at all the other years that they won. So when they won in 19, right, they went back against the Bucks, in 20 and smoked. Mm-hmm. The, the next year against uh, to the Bengals. Bengals yep. They should have won that game, but somehow the Bengals won. So it's like, I just feel like when you, pick the, when you don't pick the field, it's like, bro, you, that's that's a big gamble. Hmm. Now I do think they can get there, but it's still a bigger percentage. There's so many other teams well, out there. Also, like anything can happen. Anything can happen, but also you. It's not just Patrick Mahomes. Like if it was just Patrick Mahomes, it might have not gone the way that it did in the Super Bowl. But it's not just Patrick right, Mahomes. Right. When you were talking about Usain, or you're talking mm-hmm. about Tiger. Like there just was them. a time where you'd be crazy yeah. to pick the field over yeah. Tiger. Crazy to pick the, the field over Usain. Because it's just them. So you know what they're going to do. Unless they mess it up and you're betting on them messing it up, then it's different. But there's so much that can happen. This is for, for all the things that did happen with the Chiefs, who knows what can happen with another team? You could have another right. rookie that comes out and has yeah. an unbelievable season and they step up to the plate. We don't think so, but what if yeah. What if Trey Lance is actually great? Mm-hmm. What if, mm-hmm. what if what, you know what I mean? And then, 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 or okay. Brock, okay. Ah, yeah, should have told Trey. Now, yeah, yeah, right, right. That's not the first place I would have gone. You know what I'm saying. I'm saying yeah. that there are, there are unpredictable things that are going to happen throughout this season that are going to put other yeah. teams that we didn't think were going to be that good or could get there or could win in that position. Yeah. It, is, it is fascinating. Clearly, like Joy said, this is actually a conversation you can have with integrity because the Chiefs are just mm-hmm. that good. 